Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. I'm Brian Goldfinger from Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. We'd like to wish you and your family a happy and a safe holiday season. Everyone here at my law firm hopes that you don't need our services, especially this time of year. Visit goldfingerlaw.com. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Bloom, speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers by a score of 126 to 110 on Friday night at the uh, Scotiabank Arena. Uh, it was, you know, honestly, you got to give credit to the Cavs for hanging tight, but, uh, the Raptors like had control of this game despite only leading by like five points throughout. Um, and you know, when it really mattered in the fourth quarter, they put their foot on the gas pedal and it was game over. And, uh, it was just really, um, it was on one hand, it was really enjoyable to beat the Cavaliers in this fashion. Cause it's just fun to see a team, uh, dominate another team like this and that team, doing the dominating is your team. But, um, you know, it also, like, oddly wasn't that satisfying because the Cavs are so shit now that, like, you know, I would just wish I could have seen what would have happened if this Kawhi Leonard-led version of the Raptors went up against, you know, the previous, you know, LeBron teams, especially last year's team, which I didn't feel like was that good of a Cavs team. Um, I just wondered what would have happened if we went up against uh, that LeBron team with this Kawhi Leonard. But, um for all intents and purposes, Kawhi Leonard today was to the Cavaliers what LeBron used to be to the Raptors. Like it was, uh, you know, a dominant scoring display. He matches a season high with 37 points, and he does so on 12 of 16 shooting, two of four from three point range, uh, 11 of 12 from the free throw line. Just simply dominant, um, scoring at will, effortless, really. Um, and <laughs> I mean, again. It's hard to just appreciate all this stuff because, like, the Cavs are, like, putting out a G League team. I mean, their best player tonight was Jordan Clarkson, who isn't even a good player. Um, you know, but, I mean, like, seriously, they they put in a guy, and he played 30 minutes, this dude, Jaron Blossom game, who wore number four. And I was like, look, I cover the NBA for a living, and so I feel a little bit ashamed to say this. I had no idea who this guy was. And I couldn't believe he was checking into the game. And I can't believe he played 30 minutes. And he was guarding Kawhi on a lot of possessions. I'm sorry, Jaron Blossom game. I respect your hustle and everything like that. But, like, who are you? And you're going up against Kawhi Leonard. I mean, it was uh, it was no contest. But, honestly, this is a feel-good game um, all around because, you know, it's a garbage game, right? You're playing the Cavs or whatever. And, obviously, the more important game is, you know, tomorrow against the, the Sixers. But, um, you know, you don't have... Kyle Lowry, who was sitting out with his thigh thing. You don't have Serge Ibaka, who's got, I guess, sore knees. Um, JV's out with the broken hand. Um, 
you know, Danny Green was sitting out again with uh, a knee thing, and I think he sustained in the uh, the Pacers game. So, like, you have, like, four of your top six players right there uh, on the sideline. And so, you know, in games like that, you just hope that, A, you're able to give your younger players more of an extended run, and, B, that you hope to get the win. And so the Raptors got the win. It was great. Kawhi didn't have to play that much. He was just dominant every single time he stepped on the floor. And also, you know, the other guys got a chance to play, and the other guys got a chance to flex their skill set. I mean, basically, the Raptors started last year's bench mob, except with Kawhi Leonard in place of Jakob Perto. It worked really well. Um, but it was nice to see those guys playing together again, right? Like, there's not been that many moments where Siakam, OG, Van Vliet, DeLon are playing together this season because Siakam's been in the starting lineup. It's been injuries, things like that. Um, but today, they were all very cohesive. First quarter belonged to OG Ananobi. Uh, he had 15 points in the first nine minutes, ends up finishing with a career-high 21 points. He matched that last year against Orlando. Um, but tonight, 22 minutes, 21 points, a bit of foul trouble. That's the only reason he played only 22 minutes. But 9 of 14 shooting, 3 of 7 from deep, um, 8 rebounds as well for OG, a block. Um, he came out of the gates so strong, hit three triples, um, and uh, had a little uh, tip-in. And also, I mean, man, the guy, like, he, he posted up against Matthew Dellavedova, you know, hit him with that Pascal Siakam spin move, dunked the ball. And then later in the game, he probably had the most athletic dunk he's had since tearing his ACL. And if you go back and watch some of his college highlight tapes at Indiana, OG has some nasty, nasty dunks. Um, like I'm talking like Aaron Gordon level dunks, um, you know, and, and OG finally had that today where in the fourth quarter, uh, he turns the corner. He's at. He's taking off from the dotted circle, and uh, just it's just a, a incredible dunk. And, and he gets up so high that his leg is basically on the same level as uh, Larry Nance's Jr.'s face. So you know it was actually a little bit dangerous. But seriously, it's great to see him you know break out of his funk. Um, obviously, that uh, the Nuggets game. I think people are being pretty patient with OG uh, overall. But that Nuggets game just set a lot of people over the top. And, it, it, you know, understandably, it was like a very ugly game. But I thought at the time, like, look, man, we got to be patient with OG. He's obviously going through a lot in his private uh, personal life. And, you know, just for that reason alone, I just, like, would like to give him as much space as possible. And, look, we know the town is there. And, you know, again, this is the Cavs, so you got to put that disclaimer on everything. But he was great today. He showed exactly what, uh, you know, what the promise is. I mean, you have a 3 and D guy. With that much athleticism going to the basket, uh, it's it's a great piece to have. And he's like 22 years old, and he's getting his uh, he's getting his hops back. I mean, great performance from OG. Um, and then the other guy that I really want to highlight was Norman Powell coming off the bench. I, Norman Powell has become a forgotten man because uh, you know ever since he signed that extension, in 2017, um, you know he just could not find a role last year. Struggled. He was CJ before CJ, and I'll talk about CJ in a second. But um, you know, Norm, even coming into this year, you know, he's had a couple injuries. It's just been really unfortunate because we all know that Norm has that ability, but it's sort of looking more and more distant uh, in terms of the last time he was an actual contributor. Today, Norm was great. This is exactly the type of game I want to see Norm have every single night. 26 minutes off the bench, 11 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, a 5 of 7 shooting from the field. Um, his only two misses were threes, and he got good looks, but, you know, whatever. Um I like that Norm was really in control. Um, driving to the basket and finishing has sort of been an issue for him because he would always take off from too far. You go in too hard and too much speed. It's hard to lay up like that. Um, Norm was very much in control today. 
you know, I think he looks a little bit stronger than he was in recent seasons. So he's actually able to take some contact, go into the basket and finish. Um, and he looked great. He just looks so steady. And that's something that you can't say for Norm, with, especially last year, how he played. He was just so out of control. Um, but he was great today and even distributing. I thought in the fourth quarter, it's an opportunity where he drove into the paint. I thought he was going for a layup. I thought the guy was going to take a charge. I forget which Cavs defender it was. But instead of piling through and going to the rim, Norm actually passed it out to the corner and he ended up setting up Pascal for a three in the corner. But like that's the type of play that Pascal, uh, that's the type of play that Norm just wasn't making in, in, uh, you know, in recent seasons. So if Norm could play like this every single night, then it'd be great because that'd be a huge boon because the Raptors simply cannot play CJ miles anymore. Um, it's so hard to watch him. Uh, he had like one of six shooting today. I mean, look, I don't want to rag on the guy too much. Cause like the Raptors won and whatever, most games, CJ miles is inconsequential. However, it's just kind of like as a watcher, it's just sad because like, I think we all cheer for CJ seriously. One of the nicest dudes, um, in the NBA, um, you know, he seems like a family man. It's, it's there's everything you you want to you want to cheer for CJ so badly, but then you see situations like, uh, you know, obviously he's been a funk. So Nick Nurse goes into a timeout. He actually draws up a play set play for CJ to come off a pin down in the corner, get a shot. It works to perfection. The defender blows past him. He even has time to do a rhythm dribble, and he bricks it like a wide open shot. And you just see his body language. He's just so you know. Uh, distraught and it's just sad to watch you know like and quite honestly like he doesn't deserve to play these minutes right now he just can't like it's this is against the Cavaliers and he is like one of the worst players on the floor he can't contribute on offense or defense he's a one-dimensional guy he shoots threes if he can't hit threes like today 0 for 5 and a lot of them wide open looks then what do you do right because he's not a good defender he doesn't really score inside like it's it's just kind of an issue it's just sad I mean I think if Norm can play like this every single night, he should take most of CJ's minutes for real. When everyone's healthy, just put Norm in. But the thing is, it's not even that simple of a one-to-one swap because the Raptors do need shooting. Like today, they shot 9 of 31 from deep, right? That's 29%. It's not great. The Cavs actually shot better from deep than the Raptors did. Then the Raptors got to the rim at will, and they had Kawhi, so it was not an issue. However, you just can't, you know, continue winning the NBA on a consistent basis, shooting such a poor percentage. So the Raptors probably need to go out and get a shooter. And if CJ can't be that guy right now, then you got to replace that situation. You got to replace that position. It's not easy to go get a shooting wing right now. Obviously, every single team, you know, contender heading into the trade deadline, all want the same thing, which is just a shooter. But um, yeah, I mean, CJ is just not it, man. And it's it's just super sad watching him. But um, in terms of the other positives, I mean, Pascal got the start at center again. It's an, it's an interesting look. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, his rebounding has really picked up. He's got 10 rebounds today, five on the offensive glass, 15 points overall, uh, and also had two steals. So, you know, pretty good defense overall. But I think the major thing with Pascal at center is that it's just a change-up look. It's not a full-time look. Like, when they have Surge and JV, I'd much rather them play um, Surge and or JV uh, and we'll see how can play power forward. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, there's just no sense in really playing Siakam as a center over those guys unless the specific matchup dictates it. Like, let's say the Warriors go with, like, Draymond at center. It's like, okay, fine. Then we'll put Pascal out there. But um, it's a nice look to have. And I think some of the advantages are that, you know, he's able to um, beat his matchup most of the time. I mean, him going against centers, he's going to score a lot of the time just because he's going to get centers back paddle, uh, back paddling. And he's going to, you know, drive to the basket or he's going to pop out to the corner and he's going to shoot. And he's actually been a pretty reliable shooter for about a month and a half now. I mean, he had two or five today. You can't argue with that. 
Um, and also Pascal was able to push the pace. I thought the the overall ball movement in the in the game today was really good for a team that you know generally speaking when Kyle Lowry's not there and Kawhi's left to run the show, the ball movement tails off and it is what it is. But Raptors moved the ball pretty well today. Kawhi actually moved the ball pretty well. It's just a lot of open shots just didn't hit. But uh, yeah, I, I thought you know playing Pascal as a center for him to be able to push the pace it does help the the ball movement overall as a unit. Van Bleet stepped in as the starter again. 14 points, 5 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 steals, real solid 6 of 10. DeLon was really aggressive going to the post. He really wanted to get that hook shot off, and uh, I think he did it twice, but, you know, it, it was all right, whatever. The casual DeLon, 8 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, a block, you know, plus 17. It is what it is with DeLon. Um, but, you know, overall, it was a fun win, a fun game. Um, you know, the Cavaliers, uh, they're just so trash. And like I said earlier, like, I would have very much, very much liked to see how this current Raptors team stacks up against this, uh, or at least last year's Cavs, because I think that would have been the way for the Raptors to earn validation. And now they kind of don't have that opportunity anymore. And I just, I missed that. I missed that. But uh, I don't know. It'd also be nice to not play LeBron in the playoffs. I'm not going to lie. I've seen enough of that uh, for a lifetime. But uh, in terms of your three stars, Kawhi, obviously number one, 37 points, six rebounds, and assists to steal. 12 of 16 shooting, that is just a crazy number. And also 11 of 12 from the free throw line. It's nice that he's getting a couple calls. Honestly, there's a lot of other calls he didn't actually get. But, um, yeah, the thing with Kawhi is, you know, the the calls that he does get, I mean, he earns them, man. He takes a lot of contact. And at least today, you know, those were called. Uh, 12 free throw attempts, I think, could be a season high for Kawhi. I don't know. Don't take me at my word for it. I haven't researched it. But it seems like it would be a season high. Um, But just overall very efficient outing from Kawhi. Second star, I'm giving that to OG. Really, really enthused with what he did. 21 points, 8 rebounds, 9 of 14 shooting, 3 of 7 from deep. Um, you know, if anything, just to win some more confidence back on his side. Man, he needs some more people at this point, honestly. Like, you should, I think we should collectively try to support, uh, you know, OG through this difficult time in his life. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy that he had this uh, outburst today just to remind people of what he's capable of, right? Like, Remember against the Cavaliers last year, game three, 20 points, hitting the game-tying shot? It's pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. And then uh, third time, we get that to Norm. A lot of other players, I mean, probably did a little bit more than Norm, but I'm just really encouraged by what Norm did today. I would love to see more of it. Um, you know, I, I like that Norm and Kawhi have some, at, like, extra chemistry, too. Like, they really like passing the ball to each other. I don't know that San Diego connection, or I, I know they, they, they work out a lot. Um you know, before and after practice, stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, you know, give Norm a role, man. Seriously, take take CJ's minutes, give it to Norm. I think that will probably be more productive uh, moving forward. But uh, as for tomorrow's game, a couple updates. I think, uh, you know, I think it's probably doubtful that Larry plays, to be honest. I think they want to give them this extended rest. Uh, after tomorrow, the Raptors don't play again until Boxing Day. So definitely a couple of days off for Kyle to get right. Um, I will see about Ibaka. I probably think he will play, and I think probably Danny will play as well. But Kawhi's been ruled out, no back-to-back still. So, you know, there's no more uh, sunning of Ben Simmons. And I don't know, chances are pretty good that the Sixers are probably going to win. However, even if they win, like, I don't care. I really don't care. I still have so much confidence in going against the Sixers based on what happened in the first two matchups and based on how much Kawhi just stole Ben Simmons' soul. Like, straight up ripped it out of his heart. Um, Yeah. But uh, I'll be back to recap that game. Oh, and then Gerald Henderson. I mean, that's Jordan Clarkson, you know. Shout out to shout out to the secret agents of the NBA, Jordan Clarkson. 
uh, with his Filipino heritage. But uh, 20 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 6 of 14 shooting, 4 of 9 from deep, 4 of 4 from the free throw line. You know, Jordan Clarkson, like, he's not a good player, but he does shoot the ball a lot. And that means he scores the ball a lot. That's about it. That's as nice as I can think I can say about Jordan Clarkson's game. But, uh, yeah, it is uh, depressing times in Cleveland. No LeBron, and uh, the result is no wins. So that does it for the podcast. I'll be back tomorrow to recap the Sixers game. And uh, until then, peace out.